This is the Old Trailblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the Old Trailblazer, riding out this morning. Come on, Dan, let's go. Let's get a getting. And uh, we're happy to have you folks with us at this time. Many of you have written me, tell me where you're listening from, especially up there in uh, Sweetwater, Tennessee, and Kalamazoo, Michigan, and getting all those places up there in Huntington, West Virginia, and Huntsville, Alabama. We're just happy to have you folks with us. But I praise the Lord for this time. I want to bring you another one of our radio choir songs before we get started. And then I'll tell you how you can receive these if you'd like to have one of them. So would you listen now? yourself that question who am i let me tell you how you can receive these we have nine of these full-length cds but there's nine cds they got about 18 songs 19 songs on each one of them old blood songs like this one and uh, they're five dollars each and if you i offer you make you this offer if you have someone on a sick bed there at home wherever you write me let me know the conditions and i'll send you one of them that they might enjoy hearing these put them there quietly by the side of the bed 
Let them listen to the gracious old blood song. And I praise the Lord for music, don't you? Praising our Lord. I, I made a mention in one of our studies back about this contemporary Christian music and all, and it wasn't had no place. And a man wrote me and said, what's wrong with it? What's wrong with Christian, contemporary Christian music with the drums and horns and all? I said, it doesn't glorify the Lord. Most of the time, you can't understand anything they say. So he wrote me back, and he thanked me. He, so I sent him some of our CDs. He goes to the nursing home and brings a message on Sunday. I've sent him a couple of them, and he thanked me for them. So I praise the Lord for that. And we're bringing you this studies on now, a divine healing, uh, true and false, and we've shown you that the Bible does teach divine healing. We saw that in our last study. But uh, as I sit here before this microphone, I'm an object of the power and healing. Oh, my friend, uh, Christ never commanded his disciples before he was crucified or after he was crucified to preach healing. But he did command them to preach repentance and remission of sins, according to Luke 24, 47. He commanded them to go into all the world and preach the gospel, blood redemption, to every creature stressing repentance and remission of sin, but not once did he ever command us to preach healing. Did you let that soak in? Would you wake up there, my friend, in your, in your easy chair? Wake up. The Lord never commanded us to preach healing. We find in Ephesians 4.11 that when he ascended up on high, he said in the church, some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, some pastors, and some teaching teachers for the perfecting of the saints, let me slow down a minute. For the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, but he did not set in the church faith healers. He never did. He never done that. There's no record in God's word anywhere that when he ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men. He never set a, in a healer in the church. Never. Never. No, never. He set pastors. He set prophets. He set teachers. When I say set, I mean he commanded, he put them in place, evangelists, but never a healer. This is an extra scriptural foreign to the word of God. He gave some the gifts of healing, and we have that here. That's right. That God has given his true pastor here and there the gifts of healing because by faith in his power, folks have prayed for the sick here in our ministry, and he's healed them. Do you see, my friend, how we have warped and twisted the word of God? in this present day, by adding to it the gospel of healing, the command to preach healing, and the teaching that healing is in the atonement. Let me say again that the gospel of healing or the preaching of healing, the teaching of divine healing is in the atonement are all foreign to the word of God. It's not there. You can't find it. In Revelations 22:18, we find these words. For I testify that every man that heareth the words of this prophecy in this book, if any man shall add unto these things, God shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book. Woe be unto any man who adds to or takes away from the word of God. I believe, surely, in divine healing. I believe folks have been healed. I've seen it where it took place. And But listen, listen, let's leave divine healing in its place. Where God put it. Now, my friend, let's just let's just be uh, true to God's word, and let's stop trafficking in the souls of men and women, commercializing in sick bodies, brother. I'm throwing everything I have uh, into the breach here to save some of you. You may not. Would you listen? You see, I'm discussing a doctrine here, not dealing in personalities. 
I know where folks have gone wrong. We have folks who are trafficking souls by the, because folks uh, flock there to see those things. And uh, I know, I know, I mentioned to you earlier on, years and years and years ago when I was young, and uh, my mother attended a Pentecostal church in the area, and uh, somehow or another she got on a mailing list of some, some one of these guys, and they sent her a prayer cloth, just a prayer cloth, a little piece of white, domestic white, about four inches square. And I imagine the guy got a king-size sheet and cut it up and sent it off to about a 1,000 people. And if he, he'd say, send me a dollar, send me $5, $2, whatever you can. And he, they prayed on the old people. My mother, oh, she thought it was the greatest thing in the world that she could send that prayer cloth back. He had prayed over it, and he'd send it to her to rub on her arm or shoulder or leg where she was hurting. My friend, you, do you see the fallacy, the, the foolishness of that kind of stuff? I do. I saw it back then. But I'm not dealing with those personalities. I'm just bringing you what the Lord lays on my heart. And as I said, we're going to look at uh, divine healing is not in the atonement. It's not taught in God's word. It's not taught in God's supper. Divine healing is not included in baptism by no stretch of the imagination. You can put bodily healing in the atonement without twisting and misinterpreting and misapplying the word of God. Now, we'll get into that a little bit deeper in our next study. We don't have time to do it justice right now. I don't have an axe to grind with anyone. I have, I have friends all over this nation who, who practice those things, divine healing, and they, they believe that. And they're, they're often deceived into believing those things. And we have those uh, tele, televangelists now with all of their charade, all of their uh, choreography, and all of their waterfalls behind their back. And, and all of those things, my, man, my friend, lends to this, to getting people uh, worked up into believing all those things. And uh, I've told you before, I have a, a comments by Dr. Ironside about the beginning of all of those things. I'll be glad to send it to you. It started over there in Los Angeles, California on Azuzu Street back in 1906. And uh, he's, he's got a extensive notes on it, what he, he visited. He personally saw those things. And I'll send it to you if you'd like. Just ask me for it. And it was an eye-opener for me as to where it originated because I really didn't know. But my friend, and I've seen others, I've seen the, the, the fallacy of those fellows who, who go off on the, uh, with their secretary and go off on the, those kind of things between Sundays and, and come back home and nothing's wrong and they pick up where they left off and they dress to a tee with a $1,000 suit on and $500 pair of shoes and every hair's in place. You watch them. You watch them, my friend. Pride, you couldn't touch them with a 10-foot pole because they're so proud. You say, well, I'm just critical. No, I'm just stating facts. I'm just telling you what I know because I've been involved in it and I've been associated with those fellows. And they don't praise the Lord. They are self-righteous to the core. They're just rotten with, with self-righteous and they do not preach Christ. They do not exalt Christ. They don't, they don't speak of Christ. If it's anything, it's sweet Jesus. Sweet Jesus. My friend, that's, a, that's almost blasphemy to call our Lord sweet Jesus. People call on the phone and, and mess, disturb you. They say, we'll have a sweet Jesus day. Makes you want to puke. But my friend, you'll come to know Christ as your Lord long before you ever know him as your Savior. You will. You might as well put that down in your pipe and smoke it. But the old trailblazer is uh, going on down the line, bringing you, thus saith the Lord. And I want you to check out everything I say. I'll give you scripture and verse. And you write and get these CDs. You give me the date it was played on and we can pick it out and send it to you. And uh, there's five CDs on one, five messages. And so if you give me the date, 
whatever date it is, we can send you that particular CD. And uh, if you would, write me. Let me hear from you. My mailing address is the Old Trailblazer, Post Office Box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785, and my website, radiomissions.org. Goodbye, and God bless you.